This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I am here with Nikoya Tyson from All About You Event Management. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I am fantastic today. Yay. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I'm so excited. One, because y'all, she do a couple of events that have to do with mimosas and I love me a mimosa. Okay. So (laughs) I'm just excited about how mimosas tie into everything because you can have a mimosa all day long it doesn't even matter like that is like a morning noon evening night drink as far as I'm concerned all day drink right (laughs) so I'm just excited to hear about you know how you got started where um where where this is now where it's going all of those things so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started Yes, I sure will. So um, as Felicia said, my name is Nicoya Tyson. I am the CEO and owner of All About You Event Management. We are an event planning firm based out of the D.C. area. However, we do events all over the place. Anywhere that we are needed is where we go to do events. Yes. Uh, I got started uh, originally some years ago. I, I was working for an organization in Northern Virginia, and and I'd been there for only a few months. And at that time we had had about, we were on our our second or third round of layoffs. And I instantly got a little bit scared because I thought, oh my goodness, you know, last one hired, first one fired type of thing. And, And since I wasn't there for that long, I was always fearful for possibly losing my job. And so I started All About You Event Management back in 2009. Uh, think just so that I could one have something to fall back on mm-hmm. in case anything happened, and two to you know leave a, a legacy. I did not have any children at that time, but I, I was planning to have children eventually. And I also have a, a at the time my niece was very young and younger cousins, but I wanted to have a business that that my family could could depend on and, and possibly take over when I'm done doing all of this stuff. Yeah. So that's how I got started. Yes. Yeah. So were you always into events? Like, is that something that you actually like doing? Like, how did you pick events of all the things that you could have done? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right out of everything, because what people don't know is event planning is actually 
on the list of top 10 stressful jobs. So why did I choose <laughs> to go, go be in some stress? But uh, <laughs> I actually, so event planning has always been something that I've loved to do mm-hmm. from the time I was, uh, was just a, a young, a young girl. And then, especially when I went to college, uh, I was always that person that was organizing things on campus, especially once I joined my sorority. And I just, I loved planning events. My degree is actually in communications, uh, mass communications. So television production and journalism. And when I first, uh, my first job out of college was a communications position where I did a lot of writing, media advisories, press releases and all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. in, the, in the middle of my first year on that job, my boss had told me that the following year was going to be the company's 10 year anniversary and that I should lead up the planning efforts for that. And that's actually how I really got started. Uh, Yeah, I planned the company's 10 year anniversary and it was probably one of the most fun and amazing events that I've done in my, in my career, because it was, it was an event for an organization for children. Hmm. And so we, rented out uh, like a a children's museum in Durham and we had the children from all of our daycare centers and all of our facilities that we worked with submit artwork and we had like an art display for them and amazing food it was just it was just an awesome awesome time for me and that actually drove my passion Uh, then after that I moved to the DC area and I took another communications job but I was uh (laughs) <laughs> bored, so to speak. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll just be frank, you know, yeah. I was bored. And so I had asked my boss if I could start doing some, if I could do some work with the conference team, the team that planned the meetings and trade shows. And as I was managing the press office on site at that particular organization, uh, the, the press office was pretty self self-sufficient they could you know with a bunch of laptops and computers mm-hmm. set up and they just went in and wrote their press releases about our event and went on about their business well I was like I'm gonna head down to the trade show floor and help out down there and on my way down there I was getting a lot of questions from some of our attendees and our vendors and one one person said hey I saw that you guys had a, an ice cream sponsorship yesterday we want to, we want to buy it for tomorrow. And I was like, okay, well, it's going to cost X amount of dollars. And and they were like, okay. And went and wrote a check and gave me a check to give to our meetings team. Oh, wow. Just that easy, huh? (laughs) I was like, oh, is it this easy? No, it's not. But (laughs) in that moment, I thought it was. So that, that's how I I transitioned over into planning meetings and events and all of that uh, for, for nonprofit organizations and associations. I, 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 pretty much walking, walking to the trade show floor. That's how I got started on this side. That is crazy, but that's very interesting because even, even though you say like, even though it, it happened that way, like you had the experience before, like Mm -hmm. you got to get your feet wet a little bit in order to see if it was something that you, you really liked to do or something that you would be interested in. So um, how has self-doubt showed up in your journey? Ooh, child, that's such a good question. I think through through all of the years that I have been in business, self-doubt is one of those things that I don't want to say that it's constant, but it but it's not something that goes away, I think, mm-hmm. when it comes to certain things. So I would Agreed. say initially, <laughs> thank you. Uh, you know, we 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 can't be confident and and 100 percent great all the time. Yeah. You know, we, we can. And then it's a conversation I recently had with my sister that that you know someone recently said you know to strive for perfection and I and and I was like 
sometimes my efforts can only, can be a C minus today. Sometimes yeah. I'm just not 100% on my A game. And I would say self-doubt probably came a little bit in the beginning mm-hmm. because my first year in business, I, I did not, I didn't book any clients my first year of business. Uh, it was more so getting the business set up, but I was like, goodness, how, how come people aren't finding me? Where, where, where are the people? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, events happen all the time. People are getting married all the time. People that I always say those milestones are always going to continue to happen. There's always a graduation. There's always right, a right. birthday. There's always a wedding. There's all, you know, somebody celebrating something. There's a celebration. <laughs> yes. And so I'm like, where are the people? So I did not book my first client until I was in business for about a year and a half. And so there was some self-doubt there, like, goodness, I'm, I'm not going to be successful in this. Mm. But for the listeners out there, please do not think that you that, that you're doing anything wrong if you don't get any clients in the beginning or that you um that, that you should quit oh my goodness don't think that at all yeah because unless you are in a, a business that you you know I, I don't know I can't even think of anything right now I feel like maybe IT consulting that's something that that, that is you know constant 24 right. hours <laughs> you know that that might be a little bit easy you know that won't have too many issues but don't think that when you when you first start out in a business that you should have tons of clients and be making tons of money. It is, it is definitely a, prog- a process. Um, but I would say, like I said in the beginning, self-doubt came in then. Uh, self-doubt has come in recently. Honestly, uh, I am going through just a lot of changes with the mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Um, typically at the end of the year, what I do is I re revamp the website and kind of do a relaunch every January because we like to showcase all of the events that we've done throughout the year mm-hmm. but with COVID you know we haven't really done a lot of events we've done um some of our networking events now that things are coming back in person but we haven't done a lot of weddings and and, and things like that because yeah. of COVID and you know I'm, I'm working through some things on how to manage my team how to motivate my team if I need to do a complete clean house type thing and, and restart that piece of things over so I have been just mentally drained trying mm. to figure out what those next steps are as far as um, the operations of the business yeah uh, yeah so as you're talking about how even now how self-doubt is kind of creeping in and I agree with you self-doubt is a it's a constant right which is the mm-hmm. reason why it's called slaying right so yes. that's just you're constantly, it, like you're going it's not a one-time you didn't slay it right like mm-hmm. that is like a one-time thing this is current because even as you grow as you you know even if you're growing in your business growing as a person like it doesn't matter as you evolve like other things are going to continue to come up that's going to cause you just going to give you some polls. So what do you do? What's some practical steps you can share with us that um, that you do when self-doubt like shows up? Did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show? If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host read pre-row or mid-row ad by me on the Slang Self-Doubt podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now, back to the show. So I, uh, my, uh, my background is in, in journalism and in, in TV production. Mm. And so I, I am a writer by just by design. Mm. I, I've always liked to write. Yeah. So I don't necessarily keep a journal anymore. I used to a long time ago, but now I really just write everything down. 
That's mm. my first step. When I am feeling stressed and when I'm feeling like there is too much going on, I take a step back and I sit down and I write out the things that, that I'm stressing about. And then I take a look at those and then I write, what are the things that I can do to combat um, mm. that stress? Like, what is it that I can, if I see that, okay, I, I'm stressing because the website needs to be redone and this event doesn't have a lot of attendees and there's, there's just several different things. I, I take each one chunk. I chunk those things. I take each one okay. and I just write out what, what are the ways that can, that this particular issue can be fixed. Um, I said to someone the other day, I, I did a recent uh, interview for um, like women, women in media or something like that. And I said, they, they asked me what, how, how do I stay motivated? And I was like, pray, pray, and pray some more. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> and that really is when I, when I get stuck, I, I will, I, I have to go back to my foundation yeah. and that is giving it all to God and, and, and not, not allowing that stress to take over sometimes because I, I get it. it. It can, and it will, so, especially for those of us who uh, own businesses. We're still working full jobs. We are also parents. We're also dealing with relationships, whether it's family or friendships or romantic. It's just all of those things combined into one can really, really put a strain on a person. Yeah. And so when I am when when I get to that point, I just have to say, you know what? I I know that all of this is happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. I know that there is supposed to be some sort of lesson in this and I just need some guidance on what that lesson is and what what am I going to come out knowing after all of this is over. Yeah, I love that you say that, you know, I, I, I've i shared on here that I'm a journaler, right? I, I will yes. journal. Like, it's just easy <laughs> for me to just write stuff down. But I love that you said instead of just journaling, like your feelings, like you literally write down what it is that you're stressed about. And then you say, how, like, what can I do to combat that? And I feel like that's very specific. Uh, and I wrote that down, was like, that's a good idea. Because yeah. every sometimes you are... It's so many things running through your head, but in in some moments, like right then and there, you may have like three things. There's no need to go over the other stuff. What are the three things right now that are Mm -hmm. stressing you out or causing you some you know, angst or that, that you are like, it's causing you to pause. Right. And so, like you say, if it's, you know, um, whatever's going, like, like you said, using the example of trying to update your, your website. Okay. What can I do now? Like, well, how can I actually do that? Like, I'm in that situation myself right now with my website <laughs> and wanting to switch it over. Part yeah, of me oh, yes, is like, that's what I'm doing too. Yes, part Switching of me is over like, platform. <laughs> yeah, there's one side that's just like, forget it, let it just stay the way it is. It's fine. <laughs> the other side is like, but you spending money on something that you're not even using a full use for. But then yes. I'm like, but then I gotta start over, and I don't even want to start over. I also don't want to pay nobody to do it. Like, it's so many different things. So it's just like. How can I simplify? How can I get the most out of this situation, especially when you're on a time time crunch? Because I got to do this by a certain date, or else, like, I'm gonna end up paying for both. So it's like yes. can't do that either, right? Uh, but I love that because it made me think, like, okay, what do you need on this website? And and just do that. It, it, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like this, as, as long as people can find you, that, that's all that really has to happen. And it's okay <laughs> if it's not you know, Oprah Winfrey's website, right? Like you don't have, 
I don't have, have a whole Winfrey. team of people. We don't have Oprah Winfrey money. I don't have that, her. right? So what, what can Felicia do to make sure that her audience and her people just find her? As yes. basic as it is, just do it. But I love that instead of being like, because I will find myself just like, well, maybe I can do this and maybe I can do that. And sometimes I've, I've always said I can talk myself out of it. Usually I just be like, forget it. Yes. I'm going to just keep what I have. And that that either way, I'm losing. Cause I really don't want that. I'd rather have something else that you know. So thank you for that. That's a little tip. Oh my goodness, you're, you're welcome. And one, <laughs> one thing that you're so funny. One thing that I, I do also is I have a whiteboard right above above my desk mm-hmm. every every day. If 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 I feel that I can accomplish accomplish it every day, I will do my five priorities for the day. Oh, that's what good. are the five yeah. things that I need to accomplish today? And sometimes if I know it's going to be a crazy busy week and, and I'm actually not going to be sitting on this computer for six, seven hours, what I'll do is I'll do my top five to 10, five to 10 priorities for the week, things that mm-hmm. I need to have done by Friday, by the time I close this laptop down on Friday. Yeah. And for me, it, it just, it gives such a great sense of accomplishment to cross something off that to-do list. Mm-hmm. Ooh, child, you'd be like, oh, I only got, only got eight <laughs> things left. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a, it's a constant motivator, though, to look up at my whiteboard and say, okay, well, how much time do I have to finish uh, bullet number three? Okay, if I, I haven't, I'm sitting on this computer for an hour, that's a, that is a task that I know I can complete in an hour. So I will yeah. do that. But to me, I need to, I need to see it. I have to see it. And, and, and I need to know that, oh it's got to get done so yeah no that's good that's good um so what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before oh my goodness (laughs) I have learned one of the things that I have learned is is I can do anything but I cannot do everything and when I say that that means anything that I put my mind to I know that I can do it I can accomplishment accomplish it I, I have. Um, I'm one of those people that that I, I I set out to do something, and then if I if I put my mind to it, it, it will get done. But I cannot do everything, and that just means that, that I, while I want to, uh, back to what we were talking about, I, I want to finish up the website, and I want to do all the social media stuff that I need to do, and I want to go on this trip and, and do, I can't do all of that. So if I want to go on this trip, then I need to pay somebody to do the website or I need right. to pay somebody that can manage social media or I need to pay somebody to help with X, Y, and Z because yeah. I can't, I can't do it all. I yeah. Do it all. That is good. I, I, li- I wrote that down because that is, <laughs> there's a, a misconception of um, that I can do all things, mm-hmm. meaning that you're supposed to do all things. Right. And mm-hmm. I think it's a, the thing is, is that, that thought process of like, I can do all things means like when we're, as we're talking about self-doubt, like when you're doubting yourself, like you can do all things, like you really can, you just can't do it all. Like, and especially yeah. at the same time. Right. And so that's a great reminder for again for me um that when you're trying to do it all like you have people you have resources that you can reach out to you can you have support that's why your your village is important your support system is important if I can't you know go like I can't there was a period of time like when my kids were going two different schools at the same time I Mm. legit if you got to both of y'all got to be there at 30 it's not happening 
right? Like I, I right. can't can't be to it. So then you have to reach out. And I think sometimes we feel like, oh, we can do all the stuff. We can, I'll just figure it all out. But what does that cost you of trying yes. to do it all when you really can't? And, and um, I was recently uh, talking to a client and I told her, you have to eliminate and delegate. And I remember that from years ago in leadership of like, you can't, you can't do everything. So eliminate what you don't need and delegate what you don't have to do. Yes. And, and, and you, you hit the nail on the head with the utilizing your resources and, and your village. For me, I, I recently came into a situation where uh, I'm trying to explain it in the, in the, in whatever, the, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to be politically correct or whatever. I recently, I, I had a, a walkthrough with a client and one of my team members was supposed to do this walkthrough. This is, this was just recently and they reached out and, 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 you know, to make a long story short, they reached out and they just said, I can't do the walkthrough. I, and, and I'm unable to meet with the client prior to, and, and for me, when I read that, when I saw that it, I, I, the way that I felt, I'm, I'm saying the way that I felt, not the way that it probably was, but the way that I read that was you on your own, you got to figure it out. Yourself. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I had so many people that were like, oh, we can, you don't have to fly from Texas to come and come in and do the walkthroughs just one day, you know, we will do it for you, you know, like a family, friends, uh, other mm-hmm. event planner, event planner folks. And I, I declined. And one of my best friends, she said, you need to learn and be okay with accepting help. And mm. the way that I explained to her was all of these people who offered to help, they, they work or they also have their own businesses. And if a client came to them and said, hey, I need, I, I want to place an order with you for 500 items and I need them by Thursday. Do you think that this person is going to go do my walkthrough for me or are they going to take care of this order for their, their business? For their right, client? right. And, and, I, and I understand that and I also respect that. And so I did everything that I needed to do, rearrange my schedule and, and, and work things out with my ex to come back and, and come take care of our son. So I didn't have to take him out of school. I flew back. I took care of business with the client and I came back home. Mm-hmm. However, I was so stressed out and I was so worried about that situation because I was like, oh my goodness, I, I am a, 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 I honor my commitments and I just mm. didn't feel that, that I was treated in that same way. And so it, it, it started some self-doubt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And seriously, and I just was like, oh my goodness, like, what am I going to do? And I really just had to take a step back and and figure out or think through, you know, case A, case B, case C, and which one was going to be, was going to work out the best for me and and all parties involved. And so, you know, being a business owner is very stressful. Being an entrepreneur is stressful and it's, it, it, it creates so many other things that you had no idea about you know you yeah. know a lot of people who start businesses and they're like I'm gonna start a business right <laughs> and I'm gonna create a website I'm gonna get some business cards and I'm gonna just I, I'm just gonna do it and I think that is so amazing that that people have the courage to do that however comma you know there I think that education is is key as far mm-hmm. as becoming an expert in your field yeah and 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 learning so that you can also grow with your business. And there, there's something that I heard, uh, you know, working in your business versus working on your business. Yes. Yes. I it too. <laughs> and I was and like, oh, it is a difference. <laughs> yeah, there's a huge difference. And 
you know, again, being able to, to manage all of that and, and being able to say, this is what I'm good at and this is what, what I, I can do, but this is what I cannot do and I'm not good at this. So I need to figure out who, who is going to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, since that occurred, you know, I, I have started to put some processes in place so that that won't happen again for mm-hmm. me. And, and, you know, as far as having to to travel back and forth and all of that, these quick turnarounds. So I, I'm working through that. But yes, some self-doubt came in then also like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. Yeah. This is not, this is not working for me right now. <laughs> but the fact is, is that you, you, you readjusted after, yes. you know what I mean? Because a lot of times what, and what the purpose of like the movement of slaying self-doubt is really about is that we're not saying that it's not going to happen. We're saying that you can't get stuck there because there's yes. a difference of like that self-doubt coming up in that situation. And then you being like, well, what am I supposed to do now? You know, you go, you're going backwards and you've been like, well, I guess it's just not going to happen. And being so stuck in that space that there is no forward movement versus mm-hmm. saying, okay, I'm going to have to shift pivot, you know, and figure out how I'm going to get this done because ultimately the result still has to happen. And so the goal is, is that, yeah, this, this, this doubt's going to come up and yeah, obstacles are going to come, but you just can't stay there. You can't stay in that, in that, in that space because it helps nobody. You get, you don't go any further. um, And then you can't see what you absolutely can do and also what you need to change. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, that definitely, these are all learning experiences when, when we have these, you know, ladies and gentlemen, they're all learning experiences. So let's talk all things, all about you, event management and mimosas, really the mimosas, <laughs> but <laughs> so let's just talk about the event management company and what you do and what you are bringing to these streets. If you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media for a while and you're ready to start your journey to healing or you're ready to confront your doubts and insecurities, there are three ways I can help. First, you can download the journal prompt from my website. Use this as a guide to get back on track with where God is calling you. Secondly, you can go to my website and purchase the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Using this prompt and journal will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. These questions will force you to dig deep and find your fears. Lastly, if you're ready to invest in your healing journey and work directly with me, book a 30-minute connection call with me today. This allows us to see if we are a good fit for each other. So head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com to do one or all three of these. That's www.feliciawallace.com. Now, back to the show. Yes! So, (laughs) in addition to being a planner and and planning weddings and special events and social events and all that stuff, I created an event called Mornings Are for Mimosas. Uh, Mornings Are for Mimosas originally started out as a wedding planning workshop for brides and grooms to help them get started in the wedding planning process. And it's funny how I came about that actual event. I was in Reno, Nevada, and I got this, I, I went to Target, my favorite place. And I yes. feel like I mentioned this on every interview I do because <laughs> I love I love Target and they need to be a sponsor somewhere. Right. Anyway, so, <laughs> so I go to Target and I see this t-shirt that says mornings are for mimosas. And I'm like, oh my God, I love this t-shirt. It's so cute. So I buy this t-shirt and uh, maybe six, eight months later, I'm working on a photo shoot with um, my team and a photographer. We were doing a style shoot. And 
the theme of the the style shoot was a, it was a brunch themed style shoot mm-hmm. and when the magazine asked me what did I want to call it I was like oh mornings are for mimosas let's let's call let's call let's let's theme it that and um one of the photographers at the time uh they were the, I mean they are a duo but at the time they were engaged and the the bride she was asking a lot of questions about wedding planning just a bunch of questions um how do I create a budget? How do I look for vendors? Just all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. as we are talking through the photo shoot and she's asking me these questions, I got this idea. Oh my goodness. I'm pretty sure there are several people just like you who have all these questions and they yes. don't know where to start. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> how about I do a workshop? I'm going to do a workshop. So I do this workshop and, and it's awesome. Uh, at the time we did the workshop, it was in Tyson's corner and, and the workshop was wonderful. I actually someone who attended the workshop and it's, uh, booked me as their booked me as their wedding planner which was yes. even more awesome and they, they were such an amazing couple and so then we're planning another one and I will say like the the following year we're working on we're working on the next one mm-hmm. and we were not we didn't have any registrants for the event and I was like oh my goodness so uh, I called the venue to see if we could change the date and and they were like no because you know we have something else going on right and, and the date had already been changed another time prior to that. And so I called my social media person and I said, hey, I'm hopping on a plane right now, but let me think through this a little bit. Uh, I take everything off because we're, we're not going to do we're not going to do the event in the way that I'm envisioning it. So I get on the plane and I, I'm, I'm on, on the plane to Michigan and I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm thinking and light bulb went off. And I said, you know what, right now, brides and grooms, they they don't want to sit through a uh, a two three hour workshop mm-hmm. uh what they they want the quick 15 20 minute videos they want the instagram lives the right. facebook lives just on one particular topic or subject but those of us who are in this industry we love to be together we love to network we love to talk to each other and we also love to learn from each other and so i called the social media person and i said we're going to change it into a networking event for planners and vendors and so I called, uh, I then called my graphic designer and I said, hey, let's switch up the flyer that we have and we're going to turn, we're just going to call it the planners and vendors edition. So we created this networking event of Mornings Are for Mimosas, which is for anyone who touches a, 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 an event, anyone who, if you are a hair and makeup artist, if you are a planner, if you are a photographer, videographer, anyone that touches an event should be at this event because oh, wow. we, we have our network of people like oh my goodness you need someone to do invitations I have someone for you but sometimes you you only have that you only have one or two people that you can call to do that this event really helps you to build your network and get more people in your network so that you can recommend them for for your clients Other stuff. yeah yeah because you just never know I'd rather have five photographers and videographers in my in my arsenal instead of just one or two right exactly yeah and so this event we just we network we drink mimosas we talk about all things events we we talk about what are what are we stressing about right now we talk about the state of the wedding industry or the state of the events industry we just talk about any and everything and and I started doing these also in in Austin Texas and what I did here because it, it made it it was a little bit easier here because I don't know a lot of people in Austin. I just moved here a year ago. What I did here is I have it where we have a one particular topic at the, at the Austin event. So we have a guest speaker that will speak on 
um, the art of customer service because let's face it, during COVID right now, customer service has has is dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, customer service is not so great right now, and I think that sometimes people need to go back to the go, go back to one hundred one customer service one hundred one. Yes, and, <laughs> and so. So, yeah, and then the other, the one that we did before, we had a lawyer come in and just talk about contracts, talk about what clauses Mm. you need to add to your contracts. Now that we are in a pandemic, there are certain things like people lost a lot of money during this time because they didn't have strong contracts and they didn't have strong clauses in their contract. So, yeah, so that is what what Mornings Are for Mimosas is about. It, it, It is my baby. I absolutely love the event. I love the concept. And, and I really do see it being a, a bigger, a bigger thing, a bigger event Yeah. But right now because of COVID, we're trying to keep it small and we're trying to keep it a little more compact. Uh, we, we limit it to about 50 to 50 to 60 people mm-hmm. at, at max. I, right now we've been doing about 30 to 35 people at these events. Yeah. And- One of the things that I love about what you said with more specifically with mornings for mimosas is that it's not just like initially I thought it's like, oh, it must only be for event planners and you said no it doesn't matter what you do like if you are doing any type of event it would be for you right so that you're able and I think a lot of time like you know even in my mind I was thinking to myself like oh you know that would apply to me as well because (laughs) when I'm thinking about things that I would want to do for slaying self-doubt like I know a couple of event planners and so sometimes like one's my sister and so I always be like so you know, can I borrow your ear for a second to try to figure <laughs> out? But there's things that I want to be able to do without having to bother her because she got her own stuff going on, you know? Yeah. But this is like when you say instead of leaning on that one person, you're able to like reach out. And so that is that I love that concept that it is um it's for everybody, right? And it's not yes. just for people who plan events because uh, uh, those of us who are not in that industry we don't even know where to go we don't even exactly. know who to talk to where we looking for we know the basic stuff you know and sometimes that may not even be you know may just be trying to figure out a location somewhere like where do you look for whatever it is you're trying to do so I love that idea and then at the beginning of this you mentioned something called the other mimosa thing mimosa <laughs> fest <laughs> Yes. So I'm gonna tell you what I envisioned, right? I was just like mimosas everywhere. (laughs) Mimosas everywhere. (laughs) Oh my god. So that is my that's my other baby, Mimosa Fest. So Mimosa Fest, the way that I have been how I have coined it is I've been calling it a boozy, meaning I don't want to say drunk, but drinking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Boozy, bougie, brunchy day party. Yeah. That is that is what it is going to be. It is going to be live music. It's going to be food trucks. It's going to have vendors. Um, And of course, mimosas. We are going to have a mimosa contest. And it will be for for those who restaurants, uh, hotels, or even um, bartenders. Uh, if if you feel that you have the best mimosa cocktail recipe in the city of Austin, mm. you, submit, you know they'll be able to submit their recipes to us, and then we'll pick our top five, and then our bartenders at the event will make those drinks, and we will have people judge them, and we will have someone deemed uh, named the the best cocktail, the best mimosa cocktail in Austin, and wow. it's going to be so amazing. Uh, we right now we're we're working on entertainment. We're going to have a, a hip hop violinist. Uh, just to bring a little bit of classiness yes. to this also, but 
Uh, the event is going to be Sunday, May 15th, 2022, to coincide with National Mimosa Day. National Mimosa Day is... <laughs> Hold on, wait uh, a minute. There's a National Mimosa Day? Wait a minute. <laughs> yes. May 16th. May 16th of every Got year. Got it. National okay, Mimosa May 16th. Right <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a Zoom. We're going to cheers to uh, mimosas that day, you and I. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and so, yes. And so it, we, we did that to coincide with National Mimosa Day. And... Yeah, it, it's it's gonna be amazing. It, I love I, I, that. Yes, I, and so eventually, for those who are listening, eventually we want to bring it to some other cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a few other cities that do some sort of mimosa festival, which I, you know, in my research, I have seen a lot of different things. However, uh, when this trademark, all that stuff, when you get the cease and desist, don't be mad. Anywho, uh, <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> But it is, we're looking at some other cities to bring it to. Definitely want to bring it back to, to the DMV. Yeah. So, well, you uh, know, probably. this is a, a brunch area. Okay. Yes, so Yes. Yes. That's what I told someone. I was like, um, there's two places that I have seen that, that do brunch the best. And that is the DC area and Dallas. They do brunch the best. Those two places. Yes. So I, I'm looking, I, I'm starting my research and, and working with folks on getting, getting it down to some other locations. Yes, I'm, I'm excited about that. So I will definitely be staying posted to that because <laughs> I love, I told y'all at the beginning of this, I love all things mimosa. So I'm excited about, I'm excited about that for you because I can hear the excitement in your voice. And it's such a, <laughs> such a great thing. Like when you're, when you are watching like your baby grow, right. And yes. these things that are happening that you're like, oh my goodness, like this literally started off as just an idea an idea and now (laughs) now here we are so um thank you so much for sharing your journey and sharing your story and letting us know what's going on and being as though that you know slaying self-doubt is all over y'all like she is in texas so these events y'all y'all listening to here if you're not in the area if you can get your tickets wherever you know pay pay attention so how can people connect with you and find you so they can either go to the mornings off of mimosas or mimosa fest Yes. So uh, the best way to, to find us and to get all the information on the events is definitely Instagram. So uh, we have two Instagram handles. The first one is at A-A-Y-O-U events that will have all of our events on there. And then if you are particularly interested in Mimosa Fest, it is at Mimosa Fest for Instagram. And then my website is www.aayouevents.com. That is the best way to get all the information that you need. Yes. Well, y'all know that's going to be in the show notes. We're going to make sure that y'all have all the information. Thank you so much, Nicoya, for uh, sharing with us, for just allowing us to be a part of this and, you know, just, you know, showing, sharing with us your journey to where you are now. And I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Like this is I can tell, like I said, the excitement in your voice. Like <laughs> I, I want to see this for you. So you could be like, yay. <laughs> I know. Well, we, we will talk because you, you need to get a VIP ticket and come on. Come oh, on okay, then, sis. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will be there. We will be there. Yes. 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 Thank you so much, Felicia, for having me. It has been wonderful just being able to share my story and, and let people know that, that it is you can do it. It, yes. it, may, it may be stressful. It may take a toll on you sometimes, but, but you can do it and you can, you can get through all of 
the doubt that you may be having and be able to slay that. And, and don't think that it's going to just go away. Yeah. Things don't just go away and aren't done instantly. But, you know, it is really good to be able to share with the masses some some thoughts and ideas on what I've been doing and how I've been working through all of it. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, we appreciate you. Thank you. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self-Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.